Hey, party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer, and this week I am joined once again by my good friend Erica Chappell for another game of Flying Circus. Flying Circus is, of course, a high fantasy game of aerial dogfights powered by the apocalypse. It's a game we've played before on the show. We've played it in a fantasy setting. We've played it in a World War II setting. Uh, We are back to the fantasy world of Flying Circus. I am back in the cockpit as hotshot young flying ace Oster Castagnoli. Uh, This was a super fun game. This is uh, definitely going to be one revisit again very, very soon. I am very, very excited. Uh, I had so much fun playing this game and I cannot wait for you to listen to it. Uh, Flying Circus is out in the world now. Uh, You can just buy it. You can download it. You can read it. Uh, I love it. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, Check the show notes for more information about Flying Circus. Today is June 25th. If you're listening to this on release day, this Saturday, the 27th, I am taking part in a charity stream to raise money for LGBTQ plus uh, charity funds. Uh, From 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday, I will be playing Mission Accomplished. The tabletop role-playing game of Super Spies and Office Meetings. I would love if you came and hang out with us. Um, that is on twitch.tv slash action Shakespeare. That is A-C-T and Shakespeare. Uh, come hang out with us and play, and we'll kind of play some games. We're going to have some fun. You can also find more information about that in the show notes. And uh, with that, all that said, let's go ahead and throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am just beyond excited to be joined once again by Erica Chapel. Erica, thank you so much for coming back on Party of One. Thank you so much for having me. Real quick, before we get into uh, what is a, a very exciting game for me, and I'm sure the listeners at home, why don't you take a moment to let them know about what we're playing this week, as well as all of the other cool stuff you've got going on you might want them to know about. All right. So we are, as you probably know from the title of this episode, unless you like shuffled into it, we are playing uh, Flying Circus, which is actually out now. It's out. Congratulations, uh, by the way. Like, I want to say this you. on microphone. Like, I am so happy for you. I'm, I am happy that it is in the world. I'm happy that people love it. It is. It deserves every bit of praise that it gets. Oh my god! It took three years. <laughs> I know that. I know that feel. I, I know that feel. Yeah. So, but it is done, and uh, by done, I mean that another version of it is coming out in probably a couple weeks, which will do like address balance concerns and questions that people had. Uh, and introduce some cool new features, because why ever actually finish a thing? And so right, we are going to be playing with those in-progress beta rules of the final version. So, like, Delta rules? Yeah, know. that sounds right. I'm into yeah. it. Uh, so we'll be playing with, with those. Um, and also, I guess the other things that I'm doing right now is I'm still, like, I'm working on expansions for it to, to meet my... Um, Probably a little bit way too ambitious Kickstarter stretch goals. Um, so there's going to be like a historical version and a fun World War II era version with aliens and stuff like that. Nice. Um, and I am also working on some other expansions to it that are not Kickstarter stretch goal ones, which we will also be playing with today. That's so exciting. I'm really, really excited to get into it. So why don't we do exactly that? Do we want should I I guess I should introduce uh, my pilot, even though I've introduced him once before. Reintroduce. Reintroduce. I am playing Oscar Castagnoli, a humble farmer uh, raised raised by his aunt, a famous pilot. Uh, I left home because I was ambitious um, and 
my first few jaunts out in the world of of piloting were actually pretty successful. I, I stopped some mechanized bandits. I, I picked up some coin. I did OK for myself. And that like that kind of bolstered like I, I came down from that flight a much different person. I kind of I, I grew up a little bit succeeding at a thing that I kind of had set out to do. So uh, this is Oscar. A, a, a few years later, this is a little bit of an older Oscar who has been at this for a little while and has been fairly decently successful with it. Um, Oscar has a mustache now. That's really <gasps> an important detail. Oh, my God. Um, I know, right? It Character actually works. <laughs> it works and it shouldn't work. It's not quite a full magnum. It's a little bit thinner than a magnum, like not quite as like bushy, but it's it's that same sort of look and it. It uh, it is that same sort of dirty blonde as his hair, but it like it looks good. It actually does work. Excellent. That's um, that's impressive. That is perhaps more impressive than the piloting. Yeah, that's uh, you know what? I figured it might be. I wanted to lead off with that important detail. Yeah, um, no, that's vital. Oscar has also sadly uh, parted ways with his boyfriend. They mutually decided that like he realized that he was never coming home. Um, he realized that the world was too large and there was too much for him to see and do. And so it wasn't fair for him to uh, ask someone to wait when he kind of in the back of his head knew that that day was never going to come when he settled down. So they parted ways. And honestly, he's been uh, having fun like he is. He is Oscar has decided to focus on Oscar. He is. Uh, recruited a, a new mechanic. He has a new best friend. Yep. Uh, his name is Magnus. Uh, he is my business partner and mechanic. We've, we've, you know, we've done some great work. I picked up a deed to some faraway swampland that I am certain, and Magnus is certain, we can definitely spin around as some very profitable returns and really start, you know, property flipping, I'm pretty sure, is the future of the flying circus economy. So that's really where our heads are at. Absolutely. And of course, I am still, you know, destined to be the world's greatest pilot that ever lived and change the world through aircraft. Like, that's still my goal. So in a lot of ways, I think I'm the same person that I ever was. Um, Oscar's has maybe let a couple things go to his head. <laughs> <laughs> like the vast amounts of money and the uh, that has both entered and exited his hands in the, yes. the, that time. Yeah, that's probably contributing. Oscar and Magnus, <laughs> Oscar and Magnus definitely have the rhythm of like the get rich quick scheme works, but then they undercut themselves like so specifically that it that that like the sitcom rhythm is like they come up with a ridiculous plan, you think it's not going to work. It kind of sort of works, but then they both undercut the other person unintentionally and end up with nothing, but they had fun with it. Yeah, or they immediately blow the money they made on one get rich quick scheme to like for the seed money for the next one. Yeah, it's 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 all right. We got our money. Now we use it to build a rocket and then the rocket explodes. And it's like, well, all right, then that was I see now that the plan, the rocket plan was flawed. We're going to we're going to scrap that and go back to the drawing board. Yeah, you got to spend money to make money. So. That's right. You know, this is this is really uh, all the all the all, you know what? You miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah. So, um. So uh, you still got your really cool airplane, right? I still have the dancer in the skies. It is still beautiful and purple with silver stars and galaxy patterns. And 
uh, streamers on the wings that, that float through the air. My ant's rifle is still uh, stapled to it or taped to it is so that I, I just have that one little extra piece of protection. Excellent. It is it is still it is still every bit as beautiful and for as ridiculous as my life is and as many schemes, I still take caring for it very seriously because like, I mean, I'm not senseless enough to not know that I wouldn't be here if it weren't if it weren't for this this beautiful, beautiful machine. Absolutely. And I mean, that's why you hired Magnus. Somebody has yeah, to right. fix the plane when you're off doing other pilot stuff. Yeah. Doing other important responsibilities. Uh, PR yeah. work is really how PR I would describe work. it. Uh, so, um, <laughs> I, I think, do you want to, do you want to get rolling? I think I want to get rolling. Cool. So we're going to start with, um, you're sort of at like step two of a quite brilliant multi-step plan that, that is you correct. and Magnus have cooked up. That's correct. Uh, the plan is so far going seamlessly. Step one was, uh, obtain a deed and that's done. Yeah. Um, step three is we use the deed. We convince people that there is a faraway land that is rife with beautiful, rare, uh, sky creatures that the only way to see them currently is to fly 30,000 feet in the air. But if you come to our faraway land, if you buy this deed from us, uh, well, then you can see these beautiful, majestic creatures anywhere. However, the problem is step two is, is that's the tricky part. That's where we're at right now. Yeah. So uh, do me a real quick favor and set your um, altitude on your little thingy. Okay. Yeah, set it to uh, 45. So four on the inside spinner and five on the outside. All right. You have climbed a ways. Yes. Uh, And the only reason you're able to do so is because among the many preparatory stages of this con is that you have went and purchased yourself some fancy new high-altitude fuel. You've got some electrically heated clothing, which is vital because you've you've flown quite a ways, and it's now winter, and it's freezing. So, And as you get higher up, it only gets worse. So you've actually put quite a bit of money into this scheme, but it's going to pay off. 100%. Oh, for sure it is. Obviously it is. All right, and the other thing I'll need you to do is set your, your speed to your plane's max speed. Alrighty. Okay. Cool. So you are hunting something. You're specifically hunting a mysterious creature that lives far, far high above the earth, mm-hmm. uh, which is known colloquially, colloquially bleh, as a skyscraper, being as they fly on organic jet engines. The reason that they are valuable is because their horn is made of some pretty incredible material. And uh, which can be used for all sorts of fancy, you know, scientific and industrial purposes. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you, if you can just say like, oh, yeah, we know where they live when they're not screaming around the sky, eating birds and impaling pilots on that massive narwhal horn. You know, things that you didn't really consider until you're up this high. Not a, I, not a concern. We'll be fine. It's great. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, so uh, if you, you know, know where they hang out. Uh, I mean, obviously that'd be worth a ton of money. Yes. So, uh, that's why you are up here. And, uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully nothing goes terribly wrong. Probably not. I'm sure it'll be fine. fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. So, I'm gonna need you to make the first roll of our game. Okay. 
which is a, a move that got added since we last played. And it is called Air Patrol, and it is the move for flying around looking for stuff. All right. I assume it's still 2d10? Yep. All right. Uh, that is a 12. Add your calm to it. My calm is three, if I remember correctly. It's minus three, so that's a nine. Oof. All right. So you're, 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 you're chugging along. It's freezing. And you've been up here a while now to like, you know, you're really glad that you bought that electric clothing, but like, man, you know, you wish that there wasn't a gap between your gloves and your, 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 your cuff. Like, you know, it's starting to get to you and you're starting to think maybe I need to go, you know, go back and try this again. When you start to hear another sound over your engine, which is never good because your engine is loud. And it sort of sounds a little like it's coming from behind you. Uh, it's never, it's never great. Yeah. So I uh, do a real quick uh, roll engage. So this is just a flat 2d10. Alrighty. This will determine how bad the situation is. Oh, That's well, actually. bad. Roll me one what? more. Okay. So 3d10. That is an eight. A total over three? Yes, that is correct. And we're dropping the highest. All right, so that's four. Nicely rolled. I so, know. The, the, we're starting off. They're starting the story off with some drama. Is what's happening? Yeah. So you, 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 you very slowly. We get the the shot of like you looking behind you, like, uh? and yeah, there is a pair of the these big, terrifying looking like sky orcas with the jet engines in their wings and they are closing fast onto you uh so um whoops uh, they found you what do you do um well the only thing to do is uh oh my god this is gonna this is gonna go really really uh badly um the only thing to really do is uh, drop low out of the sky and wait till they're in front of me, pick up behind them and shoot it. And then, oh, my goodness, I am going to hope that uh, I don't just drop out of the sky and, and crash and uh, everything doesn't go horribly, horribly wrong. Cool. So um, that definitely sounds like turning the tables on someone with a little bit of diving. So let's. Uh, yes. So you're going to dive one altitude. So you reduce your altitude by one. All righty. And add three speed. All righty. Uh, and then roll me uh, 2d10 plus daring. All right. That was that was the goal because I, 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 will, I am begging my plane to hold together. See, now that's much better because that is a total of a 21. Holy shoot. Okay, yes. So uh, first, uh, re- reduce your speed by three. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, you neutraled out, which is good. You didn't lose any speed doing this awesome maneuver. And you you do it perfectly. You actually are really good at this. So I the, have, I'm I'm a really good pilot. The moment you realize that they're behind you, you let them get just a little bit closer so that they'll accelerate to try to stab you with their horns, mm-hmm. and you just drop and bleed all your speed as best you can and come up behind them. And it's a perfect maneuver. And now you are chasing them. What do you do? Uh, open fire is really the only thing I can do. That's probably a pretty good idea. So yeah, so you've got your um, you got your machine guns and mm-hmm. you've got your your big old rifle on you. 
what, which are you going to use? I think I got to go for the rifle. I think that this is, I think the rifle, I think this is, this is what the rifle is here for. Cool. So the precision rifle works super fun now uh, in the okay. new version because it kind of sucked on release. So, and in response to feedback, we have made the rifle getter. All uh, right. So the way it works is that it does a limited amount of damage. Mm-hmm. So roll 2d10 plus hard. Okay. My hard is minus one. That is an 11. That's still a hit. All right. So it does a reduced amount of damage, but it's really good at getting critical hits. So also roll 1d20. 1d20? Yes. The the fabled dice. The fabled 1d20. Because there is a new system for doing critical hits in this game that is so much faster than any of the ways we did it before. Oh my god. That is a 13. Okay, so 13 plus, um, you have just managed to not get a critical hit, but you right. take a big chunk out of one of them. I'll take you, it. Yeah, you hit him, you hit one of them, and it, it, you know, there's some awful, like, eruption of gross, you know, monster blood everywhere. And then the two of them turn in two different directions. One goes l- left and one goes right. And they are both turning around to try to get behind you. And or just come straight at you. So uh, what do you do? It worked before. It's going to work again. Here's the plan. Um, (sighs) I'm going to ask you this as the as the game master, as someone who does not who is not a seasoned pilot. But my character is. So I believe I would know this. Okay. How impossible is it for me? Is it going to be for me to like rise up quickly or is it going to be quicker for me to to drop? Because my goal is if they're going to be flying at me from two different directions, then if I just am not on the same altitude as them, then there's only one thing that they will hit. Uh, Climbing is pretty difficult in these plants. All right. Then Uh, dropping is dropping is the easiest option and just hoping that they don't drop on me. Yeah. You'll be fine. You'll be so, fine. Yeah. I can. I can always. I can always bank to the left. That's not a. That's that's <laughs> that's the goal. Okay. So right. I'm going to go for the plan again, which is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna like slow down to try and draw them into that sense of security where they think they can both rush at me, and then drop once they both seem to be rushing because right. I'm pretty confident that they're both gonna make a move, and if they both make the move at the same time. I don't think that they're, I don't think these, I don't think these animal, I don't think these, these, I don't think these skyscreamers are working with the kind of precision that once they start to accelerate, they'll know to either stop or dodge. That's what I'm banking on. All right. So I'm actually going to count this as something I'm going to, okay. um, so your character has gained quite a bit of experience and we've, yes. we've added a whole bunch of masteries since then. So yep. I'm going to grab a move and just say you have it. Cause Hey, you know, like there's been a campaign that has been running phantom in the background. So you've got the dangerous merge move from the Slipstream Mastery, which is basically a way of making your opponents collide with one another. Got it. That so, I do want that. I want yeah. that move. All right. So uh, what you got to do is roll me plus Daring. Okay. That's what I'm best at. Yeah. That is a 10. That total? Yes. Oof. All right, I know. Yeah. So you you you're like oh yeah I've got the perfect plan I'm gonna make them collide into one another it'll be perfect um, 
And so you, you know, you, you make yourself a tempting target thinking like, oh yeah, they're going to, they're going to do it. I'm going to just drop. And then, um, you realize that what really what you've kind of done is set yourself up to get hit by both of them. Mm, yeah. That'll do <laughs> <You know>? it. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, they're both going to, to real quick, uh, hit you with their, their horns. And hopefully this won't be too bad. Probably, probably won't be too bad. It's probably fine. Uh, so now I don't actually have to ever roll dice in this yep. game, uh, but I can always, uh, I can do it if I want to, or I can make you roll the damage checks coming towards you. Yep. So, uh, just roll me 3d10 real quick. Roll you 3d10, you got it. Yeah. That is a 20 total. Oof. That's, yeah. um, that's a lot of hurt. That is above a lot of hurt. amount of hurt. There's a lot of so, hurt. So, um, your toughness goes to zero. Yep. And then you start taking damage to your maximum strain. Your maximum strain isn't just health. It's also how many G-forces you can take before your wings pop off. Okay. So, you are now at max strain 14. Got it. As basically these two, these two critters zoom right past one another, and both of them just take a huge chunk out of your wings. Yep. That's so what's going to happen there. This could be going better. Uh, this this quick assessment quick, it could be going better. Uh, they zoom off in opposite directions, and uh, you know they start they form up together and they're coming around for the kill. What do you do? Uh, uh, all I really can do is ready and open as much fire as I can to can on the one that I've already hit to um, either take it out of the sky. If I can take it out of the sky and scare off the other one, that's the ideal. If I can take it out of the sky and just have to try and dodge one of them, that's the secondary ideal. Those are my two top options, but like at least then I've got I've got one of them. At least then I'm in a position, a, a decent position. All right, so you're basically you're gonna let it like come at you, and you're just gonna blaze away with your machine guns. That's I think the best thing I got. All right, so roll plus hard. All right, let's make this happen. Ooh, that is ooh, a one more. That's a 17, 16 so far. Okay, so roll one more and drop the lowest. 17, so it's a 7, 10, and 6, so 17, 16. 16? 16. Uh, a perfect success. And All right. uh, roll 1d20. 1d20. Okay. 12. Oof. So, oh, actually, that's perfect. You get a crit. You get a critical uh-huh. hit. So... Pick up that d20 and roll again. This time you're going to be plus four instead of plus eight, and you need 20s to get crits. Okay. Ah, uh, that's not a 20. Ah, uh, okay. So you still got a crit, and yeah. you did a ton of damage. Uh, you did, you did, um, you just did 16 damage to this thing as it comes in for you. Okay. Um, and then you crit it. So basically, you just you shoot it to pieces, and it's. The precious horn that you've come up here to get snaps off and flips down into the, 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 you know, through the clouds and towards mm-hmm. the ground below. It'll probably be fine, but you'll have to go find it. And that's, well, then that's the next step in the plan, because I'm not interested in trying to take down two of these things. I'm interested in taking down one and taking a horn. Yeah. So, and, and the, the creature flops out of the sky and the other one decides, okay, yeah, this is probably way too much and turns away and roars off into the distance. So yeah, I am I am tracking I am trailing and tracking this thing down as I as I descend and I descend as best I can. I realize that I'm probably going to lose it, but the the closer I can get 
to a general area, the more the luckier I am. Right. So you, and I generally ooh. am pretty lucky. So okay, yeah. So uh, here's part two of your mission. So you you track this thing down in a nice spiraling dive, um, and you you do see where it lands in out in the forest on the top of a hill. You spot the glimmer of it protruding out of the t- out of a hilltop. So uh, yeah, all somebody has to do now is uh, hike out and go get it. Okay, noted. That's mission not a mission success. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you 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 know level out and you head back to town. Your plane is wobbling in the air the entire time because there's big holes <laughs> through the wings and all this stuff. And you put it down gently, real gently, really gently, gently. Ap- yeah. apologizing profusely to it. Like I'm so sorry. I'm a dancer. I'm so sorry. I. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. You know what? I I know we've talked about this. I know. I know. I know that we've talked about this. I know we've talked about, you know, Magnus starts going and then you start going because the two of you have fun together. And then sure enough, you're up in the air against two skyscrapers. I know. Dancer, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I promise. This is the so last you, time. You roll to a halt and you, you know, uh, it, it slowly squeaks to a halt on its landing gear and you stagger out of it and uh we're and going i just to... start cackling cackling yeah. laughter <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yes uh, yes so um we're gonna hold off on stress because you're not done your mission yet nope you gotta go get that thing gotta uh, go get so it. oscar or not oscar, you're oscar magnus yeah. runs out and uh like you know are you okay what happened oh my god the plane I, oh my god i stopped just so you know, it's not happy with you. I, ju- I want you to know that. With me? It's with, it's, it's, it says it's you. It says it was your fault. Like, you can convince it otherwise. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you what it told me. It was well, very unhappy. I maybe blamed you. I maybe told it it was your idea. God. Can, okay, we'll deal with that later. Did we, yeah. like, is the plan still on? Two thumbs up. Two well, thumbs. One thumb up. One thumb. There's, we uh, wanted two thumbs. We, uh, uh, we can get it to two thumbs. The first one, look look, look at the, how the, it's wobbling. You see it wobbling? It's a, a wobbling thumb. All right. It's a wobbling thumb. Wow, one, wow. one thumb and a wobble. We got All one right, thumb so and how, a wobble. How do we turn that thumb unwobbly? How do we stabilize this thumb I just to got, a positive I got, I, thumb? It's, the horn is, is in, in a hill. Okay. I just got to hike out and get it. Or just got to go. Just got to go. All right, it's out there in the it's in out the, there in the spooky woods. Out there in the spooky woods, you know nobody returns from the woods. Woods, well, nobody. Well, no, no, no. Few, 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 few return. Some, so, I, presumably some. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Somebody had to have returned at some point, right? Or else we wouldn't. Or else we would just know them as the woods. They wouldn't be the spooky woods, like. <laughs> We exactly. can't know, like, all the stories about those things in the woods, like, somebody had to go out and see those thumbs. Somebody had to return. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, there wouldn't be all the horrifying, we, awful, gory tales about people dying in the woods if somebody didn't make it back to If people Chicago. didn't make it back. Perfect. Okay. I'm going to so, go take my rifle. If I, is it, Magnus, you're my mechanic. Is it possible to take my hunting rifle oh, off yeah, of the just, plane? Because, because, dear God, I'm terrified. Just, just, just undo the, like, pull the staples out. It's okay, fine. great. Because I'm, yeah, I no, am. It's cool. I am quaking with fear right now, and I, I'm trying to cover it up. But I just, as my business partner, you should know that. Right. Uh, uh, I mean, I wouldn't worry. 
as we established, people make it back. So and your at people. least at least one person has made at it back. Le- so at least it's two. At least two. At least, at least two. two. So uh, I will get started on the repairs, which yeah. is going to take forever. You've really got the easier job here. Uh, what you're do you right. Think about no, you're it? absolutely right. You're yeah. absolutely right. Right. So I'll get started. Yet get let, let's make the thumb happen. Okay, I'm gonna make the thumb happen. Make one in a wobble. Happen. We're at one in a wobble. Right. Let's stop with the wobbling and get with the going. All right. I'm off. I got to get my rifle and then I'm off. Uh, I got to well, get yes, my rifle. Don't forget that. I got to get my rifle and like quietly, quietly appreciate my time on 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 this on this planet, and then I'm off. And maybe re- remove the electrically heated clothing because heat stroke, even in the winter. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. You're right. Well, uh, but don't um, spend too long out there. You're right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I really love these two. Is the thing. <laughs> You're really good. Is the thing. All right. So you stand before. The towering trees of the spooky wood. And um, there's a reason everybody in Himmelgarth flies. Uh, and that reason is because, you know, it's not just a forest. And it's not just a forest filled with horrible monsters. The specific reason is because, like, you know, like, Fey, You know, like, mm-hmm. horrible David Bowie played dancing manipulative evil folk yes indeed they're definitely super a thing oh yeah for sure i mean like yeah really bad um and they do not like humans very much they used to be kind of like kind of you know kind of cool with humans humans were pretty nice to them they were pretty nice to humans if you know by nice we mean limited destruction of forest and limited kidnapping of babies but um you know, industrialization and horrible big wars and people crashing airplanes in their forest all the time kind of soured relationships a little bit. Oh, no, I get I, they're 100% right. Like, I. Yeah. I'm I mean, not happy a- that they're not happy with us, but I get it. Right. But it is that does make it a really good idea that you have an anti tank rifle. <laughs> yeah. Because that is what a precision rifle becomes when you carry it. Yep. So, um, you're going out into the woods. And we are going to use the going out into the woods rules. Okay. So let's go out in the woods. You have got to make it, uh, it... When you're out in the woods, we abstract distances to something called treks, which is just a significant amount of time spent walking through the woods. Sure. Uh, so you have got to make it um, three treks through the three woods. Three treks. Okay. Yeah. So... You're going to roll Explore the Wild to press into the woods. Okay. Roll plus daring. That's what I'm best at. I, I my, my my boy at least knows what he's good at, and I, I, I'm happy for him. Uh, that is a 12. All right, cool. So choose one. You move safely and quietly. You take advantage forward if you get into a fight. Uh... You overcome another, so you make it two instead of one, treks into the forest, or you leave a trail behind, giving you advantage to head back. Um, I make it safely and quietly. Cool. Yeah, cool. So you start moving through the spooky forest. It's well Mm -hmm. named. I don't know why, like, it's a little on the nose. Sure. uh, But it is spooky. Uh, As you push further and further in, um... (laughs) You know, the trees start to get larger and 
older and you didn't think they were this tall when you're looking at them from the air, but like they're less like trees and now, and they're looking a little bit more like wooden skyscrapers, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, redwood style. Yeah. Sco- s- scale. Uh, and the, the creatures that you start to see through the woods start to get stranger and larger and weirder. And you start seeing mysterious lights dancing around. So, you know, you're not dead yet. So can't be that bad. Yeah. Um, and it's also, you're noticing starting to get dark and you're not sure if it's actually getting late or if it's just the canopy of the trees closing in more and more. You want to keep pressing on? I I gotta keep pressing on. I gotta get this horn. Cool. So as you round, like, the next tree and you're preparing to, to, to press forward, uh, you spot a business opportunity. And by business opportunity, I mean a super large like deer reindeery type looking creature with enormous glittering antlers. You know, people probably be impressed if you brought that back. Um, they might pay you for it or you might piss off the uh, primordial gods of the forest and uh, bring about an uncertain and horrifying doom. What do you do? You know, I am, I am ambitious. I am, some would say egotistical. I would say egotistical. Frankly, my (laughs) ego is one of my most attractive qualities. I am not reckless. Fair enough. I am going to watch this. I'm going to look at this reindeer. I'm going to, I'm just going to like stand perfectly still. Right. One hand on the strap of my rifle and the other hand, I'm going to raise up and just sort of like give it a wave and, and, and try my best to be on my way with while doing as much as I can to keep at least one eye on the reindeer. Cool. Yeah. So you, you move on. The reindeer moves on. Everything's cool. Roll me another explore the wild. All right. 12. Uh, all right. So once again, pick one of those ones safely and quietly overcome another one. So if you overcome another one, you'll make it right there. Uh, I'm going to, I'm definitely overcoming another one. If it's getting awesome. dark, I am yeah. no longer worried about safety or quiet. I've, I've got, a, I've got my rifle. If I, if I, so yeah, I've, you, I've given the, I've given the reindeer his due. I hope that is enough. So you, you press on a little bit faster, a little bit of a half jog for a lot of it. And uh, finally you make it to the hill, you climb the hill. Uh, it's not that difficult because of all the enormous roots that, uh, you know, seem to make like a natural stairway to the top of, uh, and it there glittering in a sunbeam is the horn of the fallen skyscraper. Um, (sighs) it's a lot bigger than you thought. Uh, you're probably going to have to sling it over your shoulder, which, um, is fun because, uh, you also have to do that with your enormous rifle. So uh, that's going to be awkward, but you do have it. You pull it out of the ground, takes a little bit, takes like 15 minutes or so. Uh, and, you know, you lay the rifle down to do it. it. It takes you a couple tries. You take a breather, you walk a circle around it a few times, uh, and you finally have it pulled out of the ground and look around you and you realize you have no fucking clue how to get home. <laughs> you don't know which direction is which. You pull out you know, your it's, compass it's, and it spins. It's, it's always step two that gets me. That's the thing. Like that, Magnus and I need to have a talk because like we need to work out a way for step two not to get me because step two always gets me. It's always step two. If you could make it to step three, that would then be a we're huge golden. improvement. Yeah. yeah, we're golden. Or as golden as this horn. If you failed at step one, like yeah. then you just know. Yeah. 
then it's, it's just two. not going to work. It's always two, and that's that's what's tr- that's what's tough about it. So, um, you've got to figure out a way to get home. Uh, and the two options that cross your mind, though you might think of more, are uh, pick a direction, start walking. You know, forest is nice. Forest likes people. Faye kind of might be helpful in that regard. You know, you haven't, you didn't shoot the reindeer. Maybe they're cool. And the other is um, ask for help. You know, you're undoubtedly being watched. Like, of course. So, uh, hey, maybe, maybe uh, like a helpful forest sprite will give you a hand. What do you do? You know, I. The reason that I don't go home, the reason that my hometown is it doesn't matter anymore is because I. I I, I put my faith. I put my faith in in my fellow individual. If somebody is watching me, then hopefully, ideally, they saw me not shoot the reindeer. And I'm not going to say that that's going to help my case. But at least at least if I if I approach if I am if I approach them honestly and, and friendly 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 friend if i approach them as a friend a friend of the kid then i think i'll be okay awesome yeah so um yeah you 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 stand on the top of the hill and you wave the big horn around and you uh you're like hey anybody know how i could get home and uh after a few minutes um a person steps out from behind a tree to address you uh they are super underdressed for the weather and they look like um just like a super soup like whatever oscar's idea of what the ideal man is mm-hmm. this guy's got it just the <sighs> hottest dude yep uh he also coincidentally has like a super cool set of antlers i don't know if that's part of like oscar's thing that might just be like a faith thing and not part of the the like super hot dude thing, but you know, whatever you're into. Oscar's Oscar's learned some things about himself today. (laughs) (laughs) Oscar making notes at the end of the day. Furry question mark, question mark, question mark. (laughs) Crosses out. Well, question. We'll leave the question mark. Monster fucker. Is that maybe (laughs) I've got underline both investigate later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so, uh, this this impossibly attractive dude starts walking towards you and goes, Hello, stranger. I hear that you are a little lost. That I am. I am a long way from, well, a, a while from home. I, well, I don't really, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you how far from home I am, but from where I'm supposed to you're be. Because you're lost. I am, I am, from where I am staying tonight, I am a decent way away. Okay. I'm, are you sure about that? No. Good answer. So, you're going to parlay with the strange. You're going to okay. ask how to get home. Parlay with the strange is the move used for asking weird shit for stuff. Yes. Um, it works for fey or horrible um, underwater monsters if you're like a fisher or something. Or like clockman. Whatever. Parlay with the strange is what you roll. A couple fun things about this. First, you state what you want. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, we know what you want. You want to get home. You want to know the way home. And well, name, more than it, more than anything, I want to get home. Let's yeah. Let's not limit it to wanting one thing just yet. Yeah, of course, no, obviously. And name two things you'd be willing to lose in exchange. 
Um, I would be willing to lose. These do not have to be physical objects. Mm-hmm. They can be metaphysical. They can yes. be narrative. I would be willing to lose. Uh, I would. I think I. So what I would be willing to lose is the last few seeds out of this packet of seeds that is oh. mostly empty because, um, well. The truth is, like, when I do a job for someone, I give them a seed as a thank you. It is my way of saying, like, uh, you know, thank you. You have you have made you have made your place a home to me. And here's a seed from my home. I would be willing to lose the last several of those, because uh, if 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 he could take me home, then he would make my make wherever I am staying more than a home. And I'd be willing to I would be willing to to, to give that up. OK, that's a really good one. Uh, and the other thing that I would be willing to give up is, <sighs> okay, listen, part two is usually what gets me anyway. And frankly, uh, Magnus and I need to have a talk about the part two. So I'm, I'm beginning to feel like, you know, uh, this is, this is, this is the part two of this operation that gets me. So like, if I just didn't find the horn, that seems like not the worst. No, All right. that's on. No, no, it's mm-hmm. hold on. Let me talk. Mm-hmm. Let me think through this. I think I would like to keep the horn, mm-hmm. but I wonder. I would be willing to give up my daydreaming imagination. Oh shoot! That's the truth is good. the truth is like it, it is the last thing that I have held on to from the me that I was. Oh wow! It is okay. Yeah, I I don't. The truth is I don't. And, like, I think Oscar's posture kind of stops as he thinks through this. And he's like, the truth is, I don't really need it because, like, I've done it. You know what I mean? Like, there's day daydreaming is for people. Day daydreaming is is for the Oscar that hasn't lived it yet. Now I can relive my memories. Like, I have I have this life now. I don't need to dream about it. Ooh, OK. Those are worthy offers. So roll to okay. ten and add no stats. OK. That is a 17. Nice. The, uh, the, uh, so basically, I take one of the things you offered, uh, and I'm going to to take the seeds, because you rolled really well. And I'm feeling generous. Uh, so you hand over the last few, just like, you know, six of them or so. And, um, they are immediately scattered out into the, into the freshly fallen snow. Uh, and then he's like, those are like, those are good in the winter, right? They'll, they'll like- oh, they're beautiful. They're good. Okay. Can I, can I, I, look, I realize that um, you are incredibly powerful and terrifying. And, and well, uh, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad it's glad to be recognized. Uh, attractive. Don't get me wrong. I, oh, I yeah. you know, but it's, we're dealing with a lot of complicated emotions right now, but I'm probably not in a position to ask things, but can I make a request before I leave? Sure. Please take care of those trees. I know you will because I think that's I think that's it's your kind thing. Kind of our deal, yeah. Okay, good because I I I want those. They're they're really nice orange trees. You're gonna love them. Uh, and he steps up really close to you, like really. Oh my god, he is tall. I'm spinning spinning one lock of my hair. Yeah. Of course, we'll take care of them. That's and all I ask. The next thing you know, you are standing alone at the top of the hill. And there is a path through the trees, clear as a road. 
I, huh. Step three. (laughs) (laughs) And you walk home safe. You don't have to explore the wild. You've got the road. Yep. All right. So you stride back into town with this horn over your shoulder and the rifle in your other hand. And you feel awesome right up until you remember all the times you might have died doing that. Oh, my God. So let's look at stress triggers. Let's do it. So first, you take flight stress. So flight yes. stress in your plane is... I'm looking at your profile. Two. Take right. two, but you lose one because you have that awesome move. Yes. Because you went flying I, and flying is wonderful. This, this, and that's where the fun begins. Yup. So you, that's one stress already. Did you get hit by enemy fire? I think oh, giant God, yeah. horns tearing through your plane counts. Yep. Uh, if you took a life... Yeah. I th- yeah. Yeah. Uh, no comrades were wounded. You didn't catch fire. You didn't lose your plane. No innocence came to harm. So you just take the three. Uh, four. Because I take four. two stress plus yes. the two stress plus the, th- the three minus one. So four. Yes. Four stress. That's math. I wrote this game that has a ton of math in it and consulted like real flight engineers to make the airplanes work. And uh, I cannot do basic addition. I get it. I get, look, there's a reason that I, there's a reason that I'm a writer. <laughs> yeah, I, I failed math three times in high school. <laughs> so, uh, this is just, this just proves kids, uh, don't, don't give up on your dreams, uh, or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe, may, or, or do? I'm not really sure. You take, f- is to never stress, give up on your A dream. number of stress. Three? Is four. Four. Four stress. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you, you know, you set both of them down and you just, whoa. And Magnus comes up and is like, you did it. Step three. I'm not sure you had the easier job. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not even done mm. yet. You're done. I, I, Magnus. I love you. You're, I, I love you like a family member. I know that, like, I know we tried it one time and it, like, it just did not work. But, like, God, I mean, I, I'm no, not, but, no. like, I love you. But, like, you gotta, res- like, you gotta stop saying that you have the hard part. Because you, I know, I know in your gut, like, the deepest parts of your gut, you don't. And, like, frankly, I'm kind of tired of you saying that that you do. Because, like... We both know you don't, and, like, I I don't want you to say that anymore. All right, that's totally fair. Of course, I've only been saying it to motivate. No, I understand right? that, and, like, I you appreciate know, it's that. Just, it's to give you a sense that you can do it, because you can do it. I want you to continue to motivate me, but I want you to find ways that motivate me that upset me less. Okay, how about I motivate you with how much money we are going to make? See, that, see, I don't know why you think that you need other ways to motivate me. Because frankly, I am a very simple man. We are going man. to be rich. Look We're, at the size of this thing. See, okay, that must have been really heavy to carry. Do you see? Do you see the one, the one thumb? Yeah. Do you want to see the other thumb? Uh, absolutely. Show Bam. me the thumb. Oh shoot! What happened to your thumb, dude? Oh god! Oh my god! <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know. <laughs> you probably did it during landing. It's fine. Oh, it's, I, yeah, I mean, we'll, most we'll of it's, it. most of it's dried, but jeez. Yeah, no, oh my god, uh, okay, let's, let's get you inside, let's get the, take the horn, go inside, and we'll figure out 
our next step. Now, how, Erica, how do vents work? How do vents work? Okay, so vents are fortunately not something that you have to deal with right now. Okay, because I, I did just use one just for the sake of <laughs> using one. I mean, that is totally fine. But mechanically, the way events work is that when you hit 10 stress, uh, you can't fly anymore until you get the stress down mm, below five. It. And vents are the way you do that. You perform those actions. It gets rid of a bunch of stress by giving it to your comrades. Mm, <laughs> um, yep. Basically. Um, but it's, it's actually super clever because stress is also how you get experience in this game. Mm-hmm. So the some classes take stress faster than others, which means they'll burn out more often, which means they'll vent more often, which keeps the amount of stress in the party total mm, more even. I like that. Yeah, it's smart. This is a it's well-built game. Game design. <laughs> It took three years. I'm never getting them back. All right, let's <laughs> let's move on to stress relief and making money. Yes, because uh, you got to do both those things. Yes. So you stride back into the tavern. You've got this huge horn over your shoulder. Uh, you've got a band aid on your thumb, and uh, you're feeling like things could probably be better in the moment. Yeah, you stopped hyperventilating. That's cool. Okay. But um. Yeah, you, you definitely want to take the edge off a little bit before moving on to step three. Yes, indeed. Which, step 2.5. Yeah, step 2.5. Step 2.5 yeah. is de-stress. Step three is you make is make the money. Yes. It's it's a vital step. Um, it's the pre-celebration, if you will. Yes. You've got a pre-game for when step three goes through. Yes. Um, all right, so you have... you. There is a of a non an unspecified village where we can build out whatever weird shit you need to be in there to take the edge off. What do you do? Um, I find the nearest. Um, I find the one place that I've always felt most comfortable, which flashes back to my previous adventures, which is like the the most obnoxiously like pilot bar that I can find. Oh God! To yeah, just absolutely. like tear it up, like just drink, and then I I I I, I hit the bar. I drink, I swap some stories, and normally I would I would find a cute boy and we would retreat to my quarters, but tonight I am going to not do that. I'm going to hit the bar. I'm going to swap some okay, stories. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to tell the story of how I how I outwitted not one, but two skyscreamers today. Absolutely. Because again, I am the greatest pilot that has ever lived. 100%. But then right, I'm going to so- I'm going to go to the roof of then after that I'm going to go to the roof of the bar and I'm going to sit and I'm going to look out at that wood and I'm going to I'm going to daydream about some things. Are you now? I am. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's let's uh, let's let's start with um, first off the the part where you tear it up and brag about stuff. Yep. Let's count bragging as a vice. Yeah. So um Problem is, you're a farmer, and you have the naive move. Which means that you're not great at bragging unless somebody else shows you how. Mm. Fortunately, oh wait, uh, we're playing single player mode. And be- this is a game that has single player rules. Bless you. Bless you for that. Uh, so actually, the naive rule works a little bit different for you. Uh, because you're playing alone. Because uh, Party of One was like a huge... Like every game I write right now, I'm like, oh, it's got to be able to run on Party of One. It's got to be, <laughs> it's got to be able Plus, to play with just like one person. That is legitimately the most flattering thing that I've I've heard in ages. Thank you. Um, so uh, in freelancer mode, which is single player mode, you are simply always at disadvantage. Um, so 
You do have an advantage, though. NPCs can negate with help if narratively appropriate, and you are friends with the best brag... Bragger? Bragger? Look, there's a reason that he and I are friends. Right. So, you have a ton of help for this. So Oh, and that's... It's the Erica. It's really actually very cute because like for as much as I I brag it so much of it is like empty naive posturing because like it's yeah. it's like it's so oh there's you can so see through Oscar's bragging as like trying to hype himself up because like he is a very good pilot but like he just never thinks it's going to be enough. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, well and meanwhile Magnus Magnus is experienced at this. Yeah, Magnus knows that that Magnus knows that he and Mag and Oscar are the greatest thing since sliced bread. Right, and sliced bread's pretty recent. This is like the fantasy twenties. <laughs> yeah, like I, like you gotta be pretty like you know, we're taking we're coming we're gonna be the next sliced bread because frankly sliced bread hasn't had a, ta- a chance to establish itself yet. <laughs> yeah, there's still a chance to dethrone it. Yeah. <laughs> So, roll me daring real quick. All right. Beautiful. It's what I am best at, and that is an 18. Hell yes. So, for the first time in your life, when you start talking about the cool shit you did, it does not feel like lying. Oh. You did some awesome stuff. Oh, it. there's definitely a moment where, like, I, like, Magnus is, like, telling stories, and, like, I have to pitch up and be like, I... I got two sky. I, <clears throat> I wait, wait. I got two sky screamer. Oh my god! I got two sky screamers. <laughs> I got two sky yeah. screamers today. Yeah, it's everyone like you. You feel awesome. Everyone's admiring the giant horn. Uh, like everything's amazing. Um, and you know, finally, you 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 know, you're a little bit drunk. Probably not the best uh, mm-hmm. time to climb onto a roof. Yes. But um, you wander up there uh, after a little while. Magnus has disappeared to do Magnus stuff. Uh, and you're sitting on the roof and you're staring out over into the spooky forest. Where yep. uh, the you can still see just very lightly, very subtly, the dancing lights in between the trees. Even at this distance. And you're like, well, what do you daydream about? I have an idea. I think I know what it is. I think you know exactly (laughs) what it is, frankly. Uh, I daydream about a very, very pretty boy that really kind of put all of, like, you know, there were some pretty boys down there, but like there was one of them that put those boys to shame. Yeah, it's the antlers. Let's be real. (laughs) And I'm like, is it, is it the antlers? Fuck, I I think it's the antlers. (laughs) That is going to be difficult to like, that's a very specific niche. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's exclusively them. <laughs> but it may be a factor. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you, you lose yourself to this pretty great daydream. Uh, but unfortunately, right in the middle of it, um, this, this ridiculous looking fade dude Suddenly stops and goes, uh, actually, sorry, really sorry to interrupt. This is super cool. We need some help. Uh, do you need a pilot or do you need like a, uh, this is going to sound. Definitely a pilot. Oh, okay, great. I'm glad. Thank you. The other options didn't see. I'm pretty, my skill set's pretty specific. But no, no, no. Pretty ample in that area though. No, but it's great. It's great. Like a hundred percent. 
but we definitely do need your help. Okay. Um, because, so, I mean, we've been dealing with it for a while, and we we thought we had it under control, but we kind of super don't. And today I sort of realized, like, oh, actually, wait, there's this, like, squishy human who can fly airplanes, which, I mean, we've tried. <laughs> it's not fun. Um, no, I mean, and, uh, I mean, it kind of is, but it's... <sighs> I, you, come, I, I, touching metal sort of burns That's a good lot, point. You good know? Point. Like, point. Point taken. Point taken. It's not... You want that under controlled circumstances and with, like, safe work and stuff. Mm. We need some help because there's some people that are burning down like a lot of the forest right now, and it would be really cool. And it'd be really cool, and we'd really appreciate it if you'd help us out. Yeah, all you had to do was ask. All right, super cool. Uh, back to our regular schedule, daydream. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you you the daydream continues for a little while. Like that didn't happen, uh, and then you you wake up with basically like a the drawing in a. Uh, in the map of your mind of like where you need to go and what you need to do mm-hmm. because yeah, a couple of hundred miles or a couple hundred miles, a couple hundred kilometers away is away. You know, a couple, an, a day's flight, a mm-hmm. day's flight. Uh, the, the giant forest that the spooky forest is an extension of uh, is currently being quite extensively exploited by something. You just see like, a horrible huge machine and fire and you know fern gully-esque imagery um yeah and uh you need you know you you feel a need to do something about this yeah i i made a promise i gotta I gotta yeah, do what know. i gotta do yeah um so um you know the problem is uh it is in the opposite direction of the next part of your scheme hmm so, because uh, you were you were gonna go back up north to sell this, because yep. uh, there's a whole town of suckers there who would lose their mind. They, you know, they they don't know anything about anything. It'd be perfect, but um, they're the you know, you did you make a promise. I made a promise. I, you know what, like Magnus is the talker anyway. I got to do what I got to do. That's the words. What do you do? What do I words. do? Um, I think I go, and I, I, I climb down. I think I sobered up at this point. Yeah, more or less, kind of, mostly. Mostly, enough. I climb down, and I gotta find Magnus. I gotta try, I gotta find Magnus, we gotta talk. Okay, so it does not take you long to find Magnus. Uh, Magnus has gone to a different bar entirely to brag more. Good, it, great. You know, it's his his main means of entertainment is talking about how fucking cool he and his best friend is. So you he's got what? the he's got the horn laid out on a table. There's like a dozen people, and he's like, "Yeah, there's just like a billion of them. It's so cool." And you know, I, and there's the man of the hour as you walk through the door, right? He's you Mag- know, everybody like looks at you like huge smiles on their face, like, "Oh my god, you know, this Magnus, flying ace, amazing." Magnus, can you stop talking about this uh, very lucrative and very just really primed for action? business opportunity that you are presenting to these fine people and talk to me outside for just a moment. Absolutely, best friend. And he picks it up and he's like, I will be back in a moment. We're <laughs> just going to go do it, do it talking. And he, you know, steps out. And he's like, I'm what is go? I'm so excited. We are going to make so much money. I'm so glad that you're on board with this amazing plan and it's going to work out. Nothing can make this go wrong. 
What do you have to tell me? Promise me you're going to split it with me. Oh, the money? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, no, obviously. Like, duh, that's our whole thing. 50-50. No, that, yeah, no. I, what, I guess what I mean is... Promise... I gotta go south. Okay. Which we can do... Uh, to- no, I gotta go south now. Like, I, I gotta, I need, I need you to, I need you to finish fixing up the plane, like, ASAP, the dancer, me and the dancer gotta go south. Like, now. I would like you to roll. Get real. Okay. When you speak the truth from your heart, and they are willing to listen, roll, take one stress, and roll plus calm. Okay. Uh, Eleven. That's still a partial success. Uh, so perfect. Yeah. So, um, he, you know, sort of, his face falls at first and he goes, you know what? But we, the, no, the I know. Plan, together. I know. I know. Part three. Money. We're, we're, we've Sp- never, we've phones. never gotten to part three before. I know. And this is, this is, that's why I asked you to promise. Because okay. you're going to go do part three. I'm going to go do part three and you're, you're going to, I'm going to go South and fulfill this promise. Okay. I got to go. I got to go help some people. You know how I get you've, you've, you know how I get. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, this is people, definitely an people, Oscar thing. People, people need, people need me and I got to go help them. And you, you know better than anybody, but you go, you, this is, this is, this is the most Magnus plan that has ever lived. You go do that. And just promise me you're going to give me the half. Absolutely. Of course. And promise course. me you don't die. Promise me that you're going to take your plane, you're going to drive safe, and you're going to not die. Of course. No, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, first off, I'm not, like, I'm going to wait a day, like, after drinking this much. No, 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 God, no, no, we're not doing <laughs> that yet. Yeah, no, neither, yeah. neither of us are leaving for 24 hours. Not, yeah, not again. <laughs> but I want we're you to promise me, I want you to promise me that you're going to be safe. You're gonna you're gonna do the plan. You're gonna be Magnus because you are amazing. You I, right, I and you have got to go and be Oscar, and I gotta go be Oscar. Absolutely, but I am doing this part. So sixty forty. Mm. Okay, fifty 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 fifty. No, Love I will you, I will accept sixty forty. I will now accept sixty forty. Here's no, the deal. I Here's have the deal. Said it. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. I get one more. I get one. You don't get to ask. You don't get to. You don't get to get to make judgy faces. I oh, get like one. one more Oscar thing. I get one more Oscar thing. This cool. one. Yeah. This one is a. This one. I. I don't. I'm not going to reveal anything yet. I do have an Oscar thing in mind. It is a newly discovered Oscar thing. Cool. Yeah. No. Absolutely. All right. Let's, okay. I'm going to go get rich, and you're going to do go whatever. Be a, go be a hero. And also another, also another thing which I will explain to you later. You do not get to ask questions about. I will give you three course, questions. I'm you're gonna ask. You're gonna want to ask questions. I will give you three, three questions, questions now? at the time that. At the time. At the time that I do well. Uh, can I have one question? <laughs> you can have one question now. Okay. I can't think of anything. <laughs> um. I will tell you. I don't think. It's exclusively that he has that that he is some sort of antler clad uh 
terrifying monster. I don't think that's exclusively what it is, but I do think there's at least a small part of it. All right. All right. Uh, does that count as my question? You can ask one question now. Okay. But it's a part of it, right? It's a definitely a part of it. There's okay. definitely an appeal. I don't think it's specifically the antlers, but like that what they represent is where right. I'm, com- yeah, where I'm no, coming from. Yeah, no, it's definitely a, I have no idea what we're talking about. I will talk to you later. Okay. We are going to be rich. That sounds good. Good luck with the hero stuff. Hey. Part three. Part three. Part three. We may even reach the mythical part four. Oh, man. Have we talked about part four? No, we've been putting it off. All right. Well, I guess we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. I guess I guess part four should be discuss part five. Let's make that let's make that official. Part four is discuss part five because we we need to because I I feel like there's a part five. I think I think we need to. That's why we need to discuss. Okay, I will see you at part four then. All right. And he like salutes you. (laughs) A single tear rolls down his face. I, I, throw you, him th- I throw him a thumbs up. I love you too, my friend. And I blow it into the plane. Like, I lo- I, I, I tell him, I'm like, oh, wait, you got to finish fixing up the plane. Like, oh, we're yeah, not- no, no, and you cannot fly. You are so drunk, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am like, I shouldn't fix it either. Like, I'm going to forget everything. Yeah, we'll I talk will. in the morning. Um, see you in the morning. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. This, we're going to see you then. And I think... <laughs> I think we cut to the morning. Uh, I think yeah. that like so there is actually an end of night roll. So roll uh, real quick. Roll. Yeah. Um, that was three three vices. So roll three d twenty. Three d twenty. A sixteen on eleven and two. Nice. So you lose two stress. Okay. And gain great. two XP. So you that have three XP total right and now. and three XP and three stress. Awesome. That scene was fucking amazing. That scene oh was God. good. And I think I we, I think, two. I think we cut to the morning. I think yeah. that we cut to like Oscar Magnus is finished fixing the plane. Yeah. I think there's like probably like a wordless moment where I, I put a hand on his shoulder and I'm just like, I nod and like, you know, it's real solemn. And then for a moment, we just both start giggling and being like, part three. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. No, no. Solemn, okay. No, no. Solemn, serious, serious. Serious. Solemn moment. Solemn moment. Part three. Oh shit! Oh no, my God, we're okay. so rich. Okay, part three. So then, much money, though. Oh my God. Oh my fuck. Like the pilots bought it, and they never buy anything, right? Like, so if I mean, oh my God, we are going to be so we're going to be so rich. Okay, part three. Oh my God, part I'm going to go. I'm going to go south. Yeah, no, you no. go north. Go do your thing. I'm going. I'm, I've got my plane loaded up. You've got your plane loaded. <laughs> you've got my shit. I've got your shit. Let's switch it and go. Yeah. Okay. I load into the plane and I, I, I wait for him to load into his plane and we fly off in opposite directions. And I feel like for now that is game. Yeah. That feels like a okay. good end point. Yeah. Oh my God. That's oh, really good. What a good game that was. Yeah. Oh Eric's game owns. I have so many ideas if we want to do a part two. I kind of, I would like to at some point do a part two. Cause. Oh my God. Cause like, cause I was thinking like Leviathan machine, like you got to go fight a giant friend gully S robot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good yeah. one. I got it. Yep, I'm down. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all uh, right, all right. Good times. <laughs> good game. Good stuff. Oh, my God, that was awesome. All that right. was really fun. Yeah, I did not expect it to take a ground to do, like, hey, Flying Circus, the game where you can fly airplanes is out. Let's spend most of the ground. You know what? Like, <laughs> it's a good story, though, and that's what matters. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, I am not. I am not. Uh, 
I'm not uh, actually upset. It freaking ruled. Uh, Erica, thank you so much for coming on the show and playing this game with me. This was so good. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my god. Uh, Real quick, before I wrap up, where can people find you and your work online? You can find me at on Twitter at, at open underscore sketchbook. Uh, I have a Patreon at open underscore sketch. Um, I think other social medias may exist. I don't know. And another thing is that you can find the stories I write on a website called Sufficient Velocity, where I go by open sketchbook or open sketch, just open sketch. Uh, so I do play by post stories of me running usually my own like testing my own campaigns as choose your own adventure stories that everyone votes on the actions of the oh, main character. Oh, I love that. That's very good. Yeah. Uh, and I actually like flying circus's whole setting was developed in one of those. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and then I edited it into a novel that you can buy. Dope. So yeah. So yeah. And flying circus is out. You can get it. The novel's called whispers from the deep. You can also get it. And uh, that's what I got. I love it. Well, thank you so much, so, so much for coming on the show and playing this game with me. Uh, And for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take it, future me. Thanks, Bass Me. And thanks again to Erica for coming on the show. We have got to play again really soon. I really, really want to play the next part of this story because I had so much fun with this one. It was very, very good. Be sure to check the show notes for more information about Flying Circus. And be sure to, uh, to follow Erica on Twitter at open underscore sketch. From there, you can follow us at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook, facebook.com slash Party of One Podcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash Party of One Discord. Uh, if you enjoy the show, consider leaving us a nice iTunes review, a Stitcher review, or a Pod Chaser review. Those are the three. You can review us other places, but those are the three places that I get a little note in my email about, and that just makes me happy. So do it in those three places. If you want to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash Jeff Stormer, or um, there's a standing offer that if you donate to your local bail fund, mutual aid fund, or other charity supporting the Black Lives Matter protests, I'll send you some free games, including the PDF of When You're Here, Your Family, the official Olive Garden LARP. I mean, I guess not official official, but it's good enough. Uh, shoot me an email or a DM on Twitter and we'll work something out. Uh, you can also email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, coming on the show as a guest, or press coverage. Party of One is, of course, produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. And the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. And I think that is it. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the force of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody.